0: Welcome to the Positive Solutions for Life podcast. I'm Peggy Meyer, and I'm so excited you are here. In this and future episodes released on Fridays of each week, you will hear from other entrepreneurs, creators, and personal growth leaders through interviews and summaries of personal development books, strategies, tools, and ideas that can help you transform your mind and body from the inside out so you can truly, truly live the life you desire. Welcome to today's podcast. Our guest today is Ellie Calhoun. Ellie started her career as a licensed massage therapist and quickly learned firsthand about the power of Rossiter's stretching technique to get out of pain. Rossiter became an integral part of her work with clients and sparked her to continue to learn more about the human body and anatomy. She has studied core movement integration, neurokinetic therapy, breathing methods, and lymphatics, integrating these in her own life and her work with clients. Ellie is dedicated to helping people take charge of their wellness, learning best core movement and breathing practices to achieve a pain-free body so they can gracefully and joyfully live life to the fullest. She believes that with the right tools, mindset, and practice, we can move with ease and get better as we get older. Currently, Ellie is working on an online course so more people can learn about taking charge of their wellness by learning about their own bodies and movement patterns so they can live a full and joyful life. Welcome to the podcast, Ellie.
1: Thank you, Peggy. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, I am looking forward to this conversation. I'm so curious and interested about the different methods you use. But before we dive into that, can you share a little bit more about who you are and what led you to become a massage therapist?
1: Well, so I'm a mover. I move all the time. Um, I growing up, I. I used to race on the dirt roads barefoot and I, we ran, we played, we moved, we climbed trees, we did all these things. And and to me, that was joy, right? Mm-hmm. And I was also in sports and I played field hockey and I was pretty good at it. And in college, I hurt myself. And I, I also started, um, understanding that you know sports wasn't really going to be my career Mm -hmm. so I was also deciding that that um, you know my studies and academics were more important so I stopped playing field hockey my senior year in college but the injury and the difficulty and chronic pain issues in my body continued and I have gone back and forth and back and forth with feeling okay and trying to do exercise and injuring myself and feeling okay and try to try to run or try to do all the different things. So pain and injury and, you know, dealing with that often really limited me in what I could do. And so fast forward to um, 48 years old, my youngest is going to kindergarten, and I decided I was going to go back to school for massage. And massage, it you know, I have to say 50% at least of the reason of doing that was to figure me out and what was going on with me and and my body and how could I how could I fix that? I'd been to doctors a little bit. Uh, I'm not big on that, but enough to realize that they didn't really know. They just throw things at you. Oh, try this. i oh, try that. Mm-hmm. And so I, I kind of understood that I needed to figure some things out for myself. So I became a massage therapist. Um, and love it. I, I, then as it said in the bio, I quickly learned about Rossiter stretching, which was a way of getting out of pain. It's a stretching. It's, it's kind of like a pin and stretch only as a client, you're the one that is in charge of how much the pin, how, how much you're pinned in, how much you move. And it, it, um it really got to the pain and I was amazed. So that was the first thing um, that, that kind of like propelled me along to also understanding that when people are out of pain, you know what, they're kinder, they're mm-hmm. more compassionate. Yeah. We think more clearly. We have better progress in our lives. Um, and so when I do have a client, one of the first things I do is address their pain. Mm hmm. so I could keep going.
0: Oh yeah, just keep going. Yeah. I mean, I want to know a little bit more about, you know, this stretching and how to eliminate pain because we know, yes, you're truly right. When we feel good, we are better people. We treat each other better. We treat ourselves better. How, just can you enlighten us a little bit more about this Rossiter stretching technique?
1: Typically about Rossiter? Sure. So So Rossiter works on the connective tissue in our body, um, fascia, and so connective tissue is a soft tissue. So we have muscles, we have bones, and so the muscles attach to the bones with connective tissue, tendons, uh, ligaments attach bone to bone. So just as a quick brief Mm -hmm. background. So fascia is a connective tissue that is throughout our whole body and connects from head to toe, um, sideways, front, along the back, crossways. It's it's everywhere. And so you might have an injury in your head that affects your opposite hip because of that fascial line. Um, Or maybe your shoulder hurts because your foot hurts. Um, And we don't always know. And that's, excuse me, that's the beauty of treating the whole body is because so when I have somebody come to me and they're complaining so client yesterday sciatica in his left left side Mm -hmm. I didn't even touch his left side and he felt better so and that was strictly Rossiter I do other things that also Mm -hmm. help with that Mm -hmm. but so so Rossiter is um I use my whole body um weight and I step on an area that so if somebody for instance had elbow pain Mm -hmm. I would they would be lying on the floor fully clothed lying Mm -hmm. on the floor and I would step on a pretty intense spot in the forearm Mm -hmm. and 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 this is completely safe it's it's quick it's effective um and and it for a lot of people it works Mm -hmm. immediately um, wow. The next day they feel better. So then, after I step, they do a stretch, a nice slow movement of their body to really release and work on that mm-hmm. fascial mm-hmm. restriction that's yeah. happened yeah. in there. So that's what Rossiter is. But over time, I've learned that we may not really be stretching. Mm fascial tissue we're actually working with the brain (laughs) Um, yeah it's it's all connected
0: right it's all connected
1: it's the (laughs) nervous system that's in charge right and Mm -hmm. so you can have pain because of um, an old injury that Mm -hmm. hasn't let go you could have pain because of emotional Mm. situations so we don't always know exactly what we're treating, <laughs> and 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 so it's it's about the nervous system, but it's also about the individual because every single individual is different and is going to respond differently mm-hmm. and is going to need something different and need a different approach to mm-hmm. the issue.
0: Yes, I mean we're all unique. We don't all represent the same things. I could have the same elbow injury as somebody else as presenting, but it may have been a totally different cause or where it is in the body. But I'm glad you brought up that sometimes physical pain is, is stems from emotional because I'm a, I'm a formal mental health therapist. So the emotions (laughs) is something I deal with, but I've had to, you know, in, you know, kind of educate people about how the brain and the emotions work that it may, you know, come out as a physical thing. And we don't know. So we have to try different things. So Rossiter is just one, uh, like a stretching technique, but you Mm -hmm. also, in your bio mentioned core movement and breathing. Can you Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about How those help people achieve more pain-free. Sure.
1: Sure. One of the things about Rossiter, I'll start there, just because it all led to wearing today, um, is that that um, Richard Rossiter, who is the um, person who the founder of the Rossiter system, he talked about walking. Walking is what we're meant to do as humans, Mm -hmm. and that walking helps integrate any change that happened during a roster stretch. So then I became interested in about walking. Mm-hmm. And how do we walk? What is optimal, right? I mean, we all walk. Right. But we all walk in very different manners, right? And right. some of them are, are functionally good and some may not be so good. <laughs> and so I really started to think about oh, walking. And that's movement. And I happened to um find an, another mentor of mine joseph Delagrati, who taught uh core movement integration and he um he's a feldenkrais practitioner i'm not going to go into that but basically it's therapy through movement so it's moving mindfully and consciously to move more and move better if that makes sense Mm -hmm. and it's um how do i explain it's so the, that moving, he he actually had a walking workshop, and I took his walking workshop. And then I also um, i i took his walking workshop, and then I decided that I needed to do this work. And as a practitioner, so I became certified in mm-hmm. Core Movement Integration. And and so what it is is it's mindfully moving from your pelvic area, the core part of our body, where this and our core supports our extremities in the movement and the the, the things we want to do. So mm-hmm. if we want to lift something up. So for instance, if we want to lift something up and we just use our arm, right? Then where we may be, especially if it's repetitive or with something heavy, mm-hmm. we may be compromising the small muscles in the shoulder. But if we use our whole body Mm -hmm. movement to support that extremity movements it all starts it all starts in the core and if i stand up i'm gonna get out of your screen so i can't (laughs) really stand up to show you i'm actually sitting on a chair that helps me move from core movement and so i there are there are three planes of movement right there's Mm -hmm. the plane where you go forward and Mm backward and then Mm -hmm. the lateral planes right Mm -hmm. yeah and there's rotation Okay. and we use all of those in walking
0: mm-hmm.
1: and sometimes people lack one of the others so sometimes you see people walking like this uh-huh side, to side because that's a very stable base right and right. If you're not stable in your core you might end up doing this and and um so, and, and then there are people who, who lean forward or people mm-hmm. who extend backward too far or people yeah. who, most, most people lack in rotation. Rotation is tough because our ribs sort of get in the way of much movement in our spine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So core yeah. movement integration also connects. It connects the movement in the greater trochanters and pelvis and the legs through the ribs and into the spine. And so it's connecting and it makes those connections all the way up and into your head. Oh, Oh, that's awesome. And it's a, it's a lovely way of getting your body started in the morning. So I've taken my, my daily routine, my daily movement practice Mm -hmm. is um, first, I do some lymph work. Then I do some breathing work, and then I do my core movement work. And it's very mindful, meditative. It's very gentle. Um, it's not to like mm, get strong muscles, right, kind of, right. but it it's just to be to to get all those little parts connected and moving. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Each vertebra in our spine is supposed to be able to move. Yeah, yeah, right. So, so that's core movement. Um, breathing became another thing. So first I I was like, okay, massage, massage is gonna fix me, right? And then I was like, Rossiter, oh, Rossiter, that's great, that's great. And then then I was like, oh, wait, it's all about movement. So I started really delving into the movement part and then I learned about breathing. And I was like, oh, it's all about breathing. (laughs) And my most recent thing is, it's all about the lymphatic system. (laughs) Well, that- The more we learn, the more we learn, right? Right. So it's really an interweaving of all these things. And so my goal when I work with clients is to help them learn how to sort of assess their own bodies, know where they are, Mm -hmm. so that then they can move to where they want to be. And we often like when we decide we want to get in shape, we go jump into the gym and we do too much. Um, Well, I know I don't go to the gym, but yeah, that would be my pattern. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to walk 10 miles, you know, and I haven't yeah, walked.
0: I'm going to lift these weights, months. you know, heavier weights than <laughs> in the Right, in exactly,
1: the- exactly, exactly. And without that intrinsic core strength and stability here, you compensate. And the compensations are, are brilliant. Our brain is brilliant. But that compensation taxes something that isn't meant to do that mm-hmm. and then we get an injury yeah so when i do assessment with people i use uh, i use a variety of movement assessments but i also do uh, neurokinetic therapy which is looking at function and whether or not there's a compensation pattern mm. happening uh-huh. and then when you get the attention of the brain and You release the thing that's overworking and activate the underworking piece. You get it back to balance and the brain can relearn and that can help people get out of pain as well and relearn how how to move. So Mm -hmm. I work with people on a program basis, um, uh, like 10 weeks, pretty Mm -hmm. intensely, twice a week. I meet with them and I incorporate all these pieces so that they can have the tools to feel better as they age rather than and they know the steps and then later when you know life hits us all the time we're going to have right. challenges all the time right you can yes. it doesn't mean you're not going to have an injury we, we it happens we have an accident we yep. fall we whatever but if we can stop for a minute mm-hmm. and tap in and know what is our body trying to tell us and then make our best decisions based on that, Mm -hmm. whether that is bringing in a medical doctor to help you or a PT or a massage therapist or not. Um, You are coming from a place of making the best decision for you. Mm -hmm. I think that people have a tendency and I think I've gone off track here a little bit, but I think people have a tendency to, to jump to the I need to see a doctor right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and maybe maybe but if we weren't in this panicky I don't know anything about my body state yeah you might need to go to your doctor but if you can calm your nervous system down mm-hmm. sit with it and think it through and you have some tools right that you know to do like breathing Oh, can I tell you a story? Yes, please do. <laughs> so one day I was in the kitchen, got up in the morning, I was getting my coffee ready and I yawned. And when I yawned, my jaw stuck open. So I, you know, dysfunctional jaw issue, right? And I immediately, I was like, and I clamped my jaw shut as fast <laughs> as I could. And then, then I was stuck. And I, And, and the pain was, pretty good it was pretty good pain <laughs> but i couldn't open my mouth i couldn't chew i couldn't eat i immediately contacted my chiropractor who who did some work that helped and then i did some work that helped but my jaw i couldn't i had to i had to limit my yawning i couldn't yawn a full yawn and um and, and and it was achy for months 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 and i finally went to someone who does um, i went i took a neurokinetic therapy class and the teacher assessed my body and figured out a pattern so I worked on that pattern and the pain was gone Mm. fast forward a few more months and I yawned again and my jaw stuck open again but this time was different I didn't panic I went uh, what do I need I went into the living room. I lay down on my back on the floor. I let my body reset. I did my breathing and it reset itself. It was like a dislocation, I guess, you know, just kind of reset. And then I didn't, I didn't have the months of aching after that. It was Mm -hmm. just no pain. So that, that was cool. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. So that's sort of an example of, calm it down. (laughs) take stock to figure out your next step. Yeah. Yeah. And and you might, you might have a different result. Well, that is it. That's a
0: great example of how to be tuned into your body. Well, first you didn't quite know. So then you had to go through a few months of aching and painting and you- and figuring it out. But the next time it happened, you were better in control because you knew the next steps of what you needed to do. So that's kind of what you help clients with as well, is Mm -hmm. that you give them the process and you give them the tools so they can do it themselves.
1: Correct. Exactly. Exactly. And the biggest takeaway my clients get is they turn their focus inward Mm -hmm. and become really aware of their body and how they step onto the ground as they're walking and how their body's moving and what they're doing. And once you become aware and you have that curiosity about your own body, Mm -hmm. it's like it's amazing. I have clients come back there, they're like, I noticed this and and now I'm walking in the grass barefoot and, you know. (laughs) So it, it's exciting. It's yeah. it's like relearning what we as children we had this joy of movement when we're mm-hmm. children, and many of us, maybe not all, but most mm-hmm. of us, maybe. And and so it's coming back to that. It's coming back to yourself and giving yourself the time to do that. Yeah, we're so busy and so. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. So on
0: that like can you give one or two like maybe specific examples of maybe a breathing technique that maybe the listeners could take away and and do a little bit on their own i know that it's better if you're working with somebody on this but is there any, any tip or something that listeners could walk
1: away with that they could Yeah sure away? sure i you know and the thing is is i'm As I said, I work with clients one on one in this program, but I'm working. I'm building a course Mm -hmm. that's going to be based on that. That will be virtual. It will be. um, I don't know if it'll be live or if it'll be. It'll be a a one-off kind of thing, but that will give people a starting point because that's really what we need. We need to know where do we start. Yeah. Um. In terms of breathing, the first step is being able to use your nose mm-hmm. so inhale you can exhale through your mouth but if you can inhale through your nose that's best there's a reason why we have a nose for breathing in <laughs> it triggers <Yeah>. things and <laughs> it moistens the air and it filters the air when we breathe through our mouth we're not getting that we're also uh, it, the Breathing is a is a whole huge thing. Yeah, so, I know. Uh,
0: it's it's hard to narrow it down and be really yeah, I mean, specific. I mean, but we I all do it and we don't pay
1: attention to it. So <laughs> Right. So so when so that being said, I, I talk about breathing, inhaling through the nose. It's not an active drawing in of air through your nose. So we have a big muscle that goes all the way across. That's our diaphragm. And when that diaphragm contracts, it dips down. Right. And when it dips down, it sort of pushes the contents of your belly out. And that's why people talk about the belly breath, mm-hmm. right? Because you y- your diaphragm is coming down and you should be able to feel your belly sort of expand as mm-hmm. opposed to going in. Right. So a lot of people the first thing you can do is find out, are you a chest breather or are you a belly breather? Mm-hmm. And you can do that by putting a hand on your abdomen or right underneath your um, ribs and another hand here, and then take a deep breath in. And if you notice your top hand move first like this, mm-hmm. then you know you're you're a chest breather. There's no room for my diaphragm because my belly went in. Mm, okay. so. Practicing letting that belly and it's not pushing it out, although you might push it out just to kind of feel what it feels like, Mm -hmm. but just allowing it to open up and expand Mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. Okay. If we're running, we do end up using these muscles and breathing up in here because we need to. But Mm -hmm. if you're breathing up here all day long, that's a lot of breathing for these muscles that aren't really meant to do that. Yeah, And then you start having neck pain and shoulder pain and that sort of thing, perhaps. So so what you can do is when the diaphragm dips down, it draws the air. It's like a vacuum, right? It draws the air into your nostrils. So, you know, if you're going to do this, clean out your nose, make sure you have space and that you can inhale through your nose. You close your mouth, but don't clench your teeth. Place your tongue on the roof of your mouth, like a kind of a place, right? That's where our tongue should be placed, on the top part of our mouth. And then inhale, maybe the count of four or five, and then exhale. And you can exhale through your mouth if you want or through your nose. And I usually exhale at least twice as much as I inhale. So we could do it again. And um, as you're exhaling, the exhale is your abdominal muscles contracting to push the diaphragm back up. Mm. So the diaphragm and these abdominal muscles are antagonists. They work together. You know, this relaxes as the diaphragm goes down. And as, and as these contract, it pushes the diaphragm back up. If you exhale for as long as you can, nice, slow exhale, you'll be able to feel these muscles working. So let's do that. We'll breathe in to the count of four and then exhale for as long as you can, okay? So. Breathe in, one, two, three,
0: four, breathe out. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight.
1: And then it Could thinking, you feel those? That muscle? Oh,
0: I did. And the first thing that came to mind is how often that we are like—I don't know if the correct term is contracting our stomach so that it goes in, and just so that we look like we have a flat stomach—and how that affects our breathing.
1: Definitely, definitely. Right. So breathing is incredibly important. So breathing's connected to our emotions, right? So if If your emotional or your thinking or your thoughts are, oh, I didn't pay that bill, you know, you get this kind of, and then you start to either hold your breath or breathe this shallow, Mm -hmm. that's telling your brain that there's danger. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so your anxiety level is high, right? So if you find that your thoughts have turned and you're anxious about something, Take control of your breathing, and it will help you <laughs> reduce that. Yeah. Sometimes my daughter, she'll come up to me, and she's like this. All will well, Samantha, take a breath in, and she'll go. <gasps> and I'm like, no, take a breath in. And now breathe all the way out. And as soon as she breathes all the way out, she's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then she can think. Yeah she can yeah. realize what she was all hyper about wasn't as big an issue as she thought it was. Right. Right.
0: Our breathing is so important because it <clears throat> helps, you know, con- it's it's our control system kind of like because it can rev us up and get right. us all wound up or it can calm us down. Yeah. So being it- able to breathe through the nose and find that diaphragm just can can work wonders.
1: Yeah, there are some great apps out there that you can follow the breathing on, so that you can practice it. Mm-hmm. Um, practicing these things is important because when you're practicing, you're not actually in a situation where you need it. Yeah, but if you practice it enough, it will be able. You'll have access to it when you need it. Mm-hmm. So if you do have to dodge a tree coming down or something, you know, you 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 have some ability to access your, your breathing and your stability in your, your core. Mm-hmm. Um, so the practice piece is important. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, I, I like to think that my practicing breathing <clears throat> will, will help me in my future.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. right. So we don't know what the future is going to bring but can we be in our best selves Mm -hmm. when it comes? You know, there's no way to test whether the practice is going to help or not, but I like to think that it, I I like to be as ready as I can be for my future. (laughs) Yes,
0: and I think no doubt practicing our breathing, one, (laughs) we're never really aware of it very often, unless we have a hard time breathing. Maybe we have yeah, you know, for me, I'm a nose breather. I know that I am. So if I get a cold and I'm stuffed up, I'm miserable because I can't mm-hmm. breathe the way I want to. And mm-hmm. so to check in, we all breathe many, many times a day. So mm-hmm. if we just check yeah. in once in a while, we can tell whether or not, and we go, Oh, that might be linked to, Oh, I might feel tense or, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm revved up on my emotions. I'm more anxious. And then trying to breathe and you're know, like, Oh gosh, that's relaxing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm and you can kind of think better. You can concentrate better. So right. practices is really key because we can hear it, but if we don't do it, it's not going to help us. <laughs> right. Right. Right.
1: Cause it won't come to you when you need it.
0: <laughs> oh, no, you'll have to have somebody else remind you. Okay. Well, as we wrap up today, there's a couple things. One, how do listeners find out more about you and potentially look into your online course when it's ready? And yeah, let's start with that.
1: Um so um my website is mybodyworksnatic because that's my town, okay. com. So mybodyworksnatic.com. Uh N A T I C K. I don't know if okay. you can put a link in or not. Yep, I'll put a link um, in in the show notes. Okay, that's where my um, my courses will be located. Okay. They're they're not quite yet ready. Mm-hmm. Um I also have a YouTube channel and that's under Ellie M Calhoun. Okay. And I'm on Facebook. I have a Facebook business page, uh, My Body Works. Okay. I will put all of those links
0: on how to get a hold of Ellie in the show notes. So whether you like Facebook or YouTube, and you know wherever she, I will have the links on there. And <laughs> I can find you. So find out more about this interesting things that you're doing, and can't wait for your course to come up. So, but as yeah, this last, I appreciate you being here, and thanks for joining me today, Ellie. And it's been a pleasure. But as we wrap up, is there one thought or quote that you would like to leave the listeners with today?
1: My content on YouTube is turning more towards self-care. So you might not be an expert or a specialist in health and wellness. You might not have the knowledge that a doctor has, Mm -hmm. but I would like everyone to know that you're the expert on you. Very good, yes. You have access. If you take the time and attention to get there, to listen in you have access to an amazing inner wise one you know we know what we need to do Mm -hmm. and we might i'm not saying don't go see the doctor or don't use western medicine or whatever i'm just saying make sure you check in with yourself so that you can you you can know what the best decision is and doctors should be helping you, not taking charge of you. You need to take charge of you. So what I like people to know, um, and, and this is sort of my tagline, is remember it's your body, it's your wellness, take charge.
0: Thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope you found some value insights, and something that resonated with you in today's show. If today's show spoke to you, would you please share it with a friend and go over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening from and subscribe to the show so that you can be the first to know when new content and episodes go live while you're there. Would you please give it some love? Please like it, comment on it and leave a five-star rating and review. Thank you so much in advance for taking two minutes of your time to do this. Your likes, comments, and reviews really help get the word out to more people who need to hear there are positive solutions for their life. I would love to connect with you. You can find me on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, whichever is your favorite platform. And let's have a conversation about today's show. Thanks for listening and have a great week.